Joel has these things called armrests and a back <laughs> to his chair. You have a giant fucking monster oh chair. Oh my god! I know, yeah, it's your giant chair. Fucking hell! Don't we have two stools in here? Just well, one's behind a standing this desk. This is my standing stool. <laughs> the smallest chair in the room, and Joel's, you already have one. Man, Joel was really excited for those cheesy Good start. Well, I want to yeah, eat these things here. Welcome to a, a, a segmented, rimmed bowl of dude soup. All the good stuff's on the edge. Or so, uh, so we're led to believe. Uh, <laughs> along with that, we have to mention that this episode is brought to you by Pizza Hut. And they're amazing! Cheesy Bites Pizza! Um, uh, the Cheesy Bites are back, now with choice of one of seven crust flavors like oh, ranch or smokehouse barbecue. Pizza Tech is getting pretty out there, I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's pretty insane. <laughs> we ordered this yesterday, and you can order like all kinds of crust flavors, a flavor drizzle, which we got. Show them that spiral. Uh, yeah. Damn! That's the drizzle spiral there. That's a vinaigrette, baby. Oh, is it vinaigrette? Is that yeah. what it is? Ooh, it's really good. It's <laughs> so, actually really good. So get a one topping now for eleven ninety nine at PizzaHut.com. Mm. Remember, check out the Cheesy Bites Pizza on PizzaHut.com. Get a one topping for eleven ninety nine. These these fellas are going to be demolishing that thing throughout the podcast. So <laughs> thank you, Pizza Hut, for your sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Now, now give me a bite of you, that cheesy. Are you done with your ad read? I am. Can I uh, riff a little bit? Yeah, riff it. How come in the Middle East they have Pizzas uh, that have the crowns. You ever see the crown crust pizzas? No. Yeah. So they're basically the, they're like cheesy bites, but if you injected like hardcore crocodile like Russian drugs into them, basically, yeah. What? Because they're they're at the end of each slice, there's a little pizza pocket, and they'll put things in it like entire hamburgers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or chicken nuggets. Yep. Or something. Yep. They're the they're the I think it's Pizza Hut crown crust pizzas. Oh. I don't and get it, man. they look majestic. South so Korea gets some pretty fucking swank pizzas. I have this one. Mm. Whose idea was it to put olives on this bad boy? Uh, I just, I'd ordered a Supreme. It is Supreme, indeed. Adam, would you like a piece? Yeah. Ah. Feed him a piece. Oh no, I have to play this game. Feed this starving boy. Um, can I get the dip in there? Well, yeah. Marinara sauce. I'm, what game is this, by the way? Volume, this, by Mike Bithel, of okay. Thomas Was Alone fame. Cool, I didn't like that game, so well, here we are. Have fun, Adam! We're having yeah. fun here! This yeah. is a fun podcast for fun dudes. We got some actually pretty heady topics. Oh yeah, go ahead. Really? Star Wars Land? There yeah. There's no gaming news. No, well, there isn't. You have to dig a little deep. So it's interesting, there is actually some really interesting news out there. Uh, most of it doesn't revolve around Battlefront or screenshots. Oh. Or, uh, or a, oh, don't do that, please. No, that gross. I was gonna mention, please nobody smack into the microphone, because that stuff makes me sick. No, Who would do that? that? Who would do that? Uh, but it, it, it's, um, actual news about actual human lives that are being affected by actual trends in the industry, which means nobody's talking about it. Battlefront? Nope. Oh. No Battlefront today. Uh, first of all, um, so this actually was talked about a little bit, so, don't let my uh, my cynicism affect it too much. It will. Uh, Chris Pranger, a localizer for Nintendo, was fired for being on a podcast. And he didn't really say anything incendiary. It's just that he was on a podcast. Right. Like without approval of his overlords? Exactly. What was the podcast? The podcast was the Part-Time Gamers podcast. And on it, he talked about the practicalities of localization. Um, he basically tried to lay out for the audience, like we do so many times here, that... Nintendo was a business, and when it comes to fans that have these weird demands about localization, like that, that dude who dropped into our E3 stream, uh, they have to appreciate that just because they want it doesn't mean that there's a market big enough for it. Mm-hmm. And that Nintendo as a company can't localize everything because they have to make a, they have to make a, you know, educated decision about what the return on investment is going to be. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. Okay. Uh, clearly breaking, breaking the internet. <clears throat> and Nintendo fired him. 
Uh, within days, right? Yeah, it was very fast. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get into it, but Nintendo has a track record of, like, no Twitter accounts, no nothing. No. If you work for Nintendo, you're a Nintendo employee, and you, you speak the voice of Nintendo. You're allowed to have a, a, a social media account. You are just at, at no point allowed to speak for the company. Yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to be, I think what they call it, is a, a thought leader. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not allowed to sit out here and say, this is what Nintendo thinks. Hmm. Um, and whether or not you make it very clear that you're speaking from your own opinion, I think we all, you know, we know that people on the internet tend to go a little insane with that stuff. Yeah. Uh, they'll take any comment and read it as doctrine from the company, even if it's just one guy saying, this is just what I think. Uh -huh. Which was is basically it, what happened. Was a podcast good enough to hire him full-time after they got him fired? Well, it's called the Part-Time Gamers Podcast. <laughs> so, I don't know. Is that you, a good setup for a joke, or did you mean to say that? Good job, Joel. Nice job, Joel. Man, this pizza is lighting your comedy nerves on fire. Uh, you want to play? You can eat. Uh -huh. So, um, it's interesting because... Good luck learning how to play. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Just remember Thomas is alone, forget everything. Never play that game. <laughs> uh, it's, um, there were a few people crying censorship. Not too many, which kind of surprised me to be honest. People, people seem to love throwing that word around these days. Yeah, I know. No one knows what words mean and they like to use them a lot, so. <laughs> That's very, very uh, eloquently stated. Echo chamber. But, oh. um. Oh, I think it's like right trigger. Put you up against the wall. We're playing, uh, yeah. And then A, like, I think makes noise. Taps the wall. Well, you can just don't, run. Don't hit Y. Y resets you. You yeah. can just run through whenever he's not looking, right? Sorry, yeah. That's what yeah. I'm trying to do. Yeah, Pick up go. the orbs! Sorry. Okay, so... so anyway, Lawrence hates the internet. Sorry. No, no, I love the internet. It's wonderful. But the only thing about this particular story is that it's... I, I have said this a lot, basically, that uh, developers and, like, people that work at game companies are basically allowed to speak up a lot less than they ever have before. And it's... Oh. I can understand why, based on how how people have reacted to things that have been said in the past. Hmm. It's just not good for the bottom line. It basically doesn't help anybody, but it does create a situation in which Was there's. Supposed to go over there? We go back to the shiny light. Bah. <laughs> there's very little like from the source actual information about the state of games development and the state of yeah state of the industry now. So people are people are getting some warped ideas about how all this stuff works. And I'm not saying that I have all the answers. Just that maybe. Maybe acknowledge that you're not hearing a lot of first-party information about how, the, how game development works these days. Mm -hmm. And this is why. Uh, not because people get fired, but because nobody's allowed to talk. Uh, so, you know, that's interesting. I don't know if you guys have any The irony is I can't matter. talk right now because I have pizza in my yeah. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Being censored by Pizza Hut. Oh. Oh. I mean, it's not, but it's not really censorship in the way that, that people think it means censorship. And I understand it, that you said that not a lot of people are saying censorship. They weren't. It's the exact opposite. They have freedom of speech. They also have the freedom to get fired. Yeah, and then they have yeah. the freedom to go find another job. It's, yeah, it's like you have all sorts of freedom. So it's, it all ties back to, you know, um, not to get all, like, communist or whatever, but, uh -oh. like, <laughs> the, the empowering of the worker... Uh. Like, that's kind of been pushed down a lot in, I mean, for a really long time. Basically, it's always been the case where workers work for a company and they have to do what the company says, even though the company doesn't exist without said workers creating product, whatever, right? So, like, but if, if any, any person out there has had a job, like an actual job, then they would know that they probably signed some sort of document when they, they filled out a lot of paperwork when they started at that job. And some of that paperwork probably entailed what yeah, they can do and do not do within the confines of that job, right? And this is just another one of those documents. And so it doesn't really matter. This is like this isn't exclusive to the gaming industry, but it's the kind of thing where, like, 
you're it's, we just have to deal with this as long as we're gonna have to deal with it you know like yeah. as long as as long as the workers aren't empowered you know mm-hmm. and again I'm not trying to cause a cause a red communist well, I mean I'm just saying like that's just kind of the state of things you, yeah there's the other the flip side too there's like the Phil fish side where he's completely Indian can say whatever he wants and then game companies don't want to work with him anymore so yeah. like there there is uh there is something to be said about having a bit of decorum mm. yeah in a professional workplace if someone's calling you out and being like you know your game sucks, blah blah blah, or localization sucks. Like, it, it doesn't really. You, what what did that guy have to gain by going on this podcast and explaining how Nintendo works? I don't think it's. I mean, again, for a lot of people, I don't think it's really about gaining anything. No, like, not at all. He, he probably just want to go on there just and want, talk to his friends. People just want other. Like my experience is, most people just want people to know and appreciate what they do yes. every day, all day. Yeah. And if you're a game developer and you're not really allowed to tell people yeah, and you're just sucks. slaving away. Mm-hmm. And especially with the uh, ecosystem as it is now, where you spend four or five years on your life on a project, it comes out for one reason or another. People are like, this is the worst thing that humankind have ever made. And you just want to be like, guys, no, like I made this and I'm your friend. Like I like games too. And I wanted to make a cool game for you guys. And I'm sorry, but the marketing guy, I could E3 promised this feature and we didn't know and we didn't want him to, but he did it. So we had to put it in the game and it doesn't work because we had to, we had four months to make it. So I'm sorry. Like I wanted to make a good game too. It's just it's mostly empathy, honestly, is is why people try to speak out. Well, it's also you having worked in places where there are multiple people. <laughs> there there is rarely any place you can work where everyone shares the exact same mindset. Yeah. So you could have a bunch of guys who are working on, let's say, they're at Naughty Dog or something, and they're working on The Last of Us, and they're like, there's one guy being like. Yeah, the PS3 is perfect for what we need. And there's some other engineer being like, fucking PS3 and like low memory, low RAM, piece of shit, fuck face. He's like, but did you make it work? He's like, yeah, I made it work. And it's done. But he probably doesn't share the same sentiments as the guys who are running the company who maybe aren't looking at the day-to-day of like, you know, the the nuts and bolts of it. And you never see that work actually get done. Yeah. Which is kind of like what you're saying. It's like, it's really sad that... Like a lot of that work goes unnoticed, or I guess, I don't know. Like it unappreciated. Yeah, it usually seems to be there's like one figurehead. Like, wow, Kojima's a genius. He made everything. Yeah. It's like, well, no, I'll and, hold right trigger. And, and then it's hide so me. it's interesting to bring up somebody like Kojima because typically, like the thing is, if you have over five hundred thousand followers on Twitter, you are allowed to say what you want because well, if you get you, you're basically uh, immune from getting fired at that point. Uh, so it, it's just kind of funny how the how the politics have shaken out as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, but regardless, if you work for a giant corporation, uh, chances are you probably shouldn't speak on their behalf. Yes, and, and especially the, Nintendo. The idea is also that I just watched Kill Bill last night. The Yakuza are crazy. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, they unrelated. Yakuza. 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 Oh, so your your Tarantino thon is up to Kill Bill Volume One. I'm up to Kill Bill Volume One, and I realized that. Um, there was an episode of ER I probably should have watched that he directed in like 1995. Weird. I know. Oh, so are you just going through and watching all Quentin Tarantino's Yeah, stuff? started over the weekend, just watched Reservoir Dogs, and then I was like, oh, let's just go through all of them. See what, what happens. In, what insight have you gained? Uh, red apple cigarettes are a thing. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I've, I've been a Tarantino fan for a while, so I'm not really gaining anything new. They're just fun to watch. Oh, okay. I didn't know if, I didn't know if watching all of his works and back-to-back was giving you any new perspective on his career or his style. No, it's funny because I did this before uh, Avengers came out. Um, Jess and I watched every uh, every Marvel movie leading up to it. Not Joss Whedon. We watched all Buffy. (laughs) Um, What, seriously? Yeah, we watched all the, the, like, uh, basically, all the movies that led up to the Avengers. We're talking about podcast, though? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. 
Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, but so now since uh, oh, the hateful fucked. since the hateful eight Man, trailer came out, we're like, uh, oh, we'll just know. watch all the Tarantino movies. Oh no, that's awesome! What yeah, a yeah. move, man! Still game of the year. Target nice lost. job. I repeat, target lost. Do, do, do. Uh, so real quick, um, not not that it's necessary in this case, but there is there is a important news story that's actually about censorship this week. Oh. Has nothing to do with video games, but I just wanted to present it for the sake of of like trying to trying to drive a stake in what is censorship and what isn't. Um, if, if it's something the free market can solve, it's not censorship, basically. So in this case, Cranger uh, agreed to work for Nintendo. He signed a big, a big thing saying, this is what I will and won't do while I'm in your employ. One of those, one of those things is I will never speak as like a thought leader for Nintendo, the corporation. Do we know, do we know this? Has he come out you're right, no. this and like publish his employment contract? So, and said, you're right. Uh, no, he didn't do any of that. So you're right. Okay, I don't, I don't know that that happened. But what I've heard from other Nintendo employees is they are, they are expressly forbidden from being like, Spokesman for the company, mm -hmm. um, and that's that's informal. Like they didn't show me their employment contract either, so I haven't verified it. But you know, they, I don't believe they have any reason to lie about that stuff. So, but but what it, my point is, like, if he didn't want to do that, he could work for a company that didn't have those. And presumably, if there were enough demand for that kind of freedom, that a company would come along and fulfill it, and they would get the best employees in the market. Um, that's not censorship because there are options. This is censorship because a student is being sued for a two-word tweet. Ooh, or rather, he is suing his school district for a two-word tweet. Wow. Yeah, this is a... What do you say? Like, what? what do you want? More pizza? Just hand me the box when you're done. So uh, this, is, this is about a student named Reed Sagehorn, which oh, is a fucking awesome a name. sweet name. Yeah, yeah, right? It's either like a porn star or like an action hero from the 80s. I was a porn star or a porn star. Yeah, or a porn star. <laughs> there was, uh, there was some, some element, some, some sort of uh, controversy at that school that I'm not aware of. I didn't really read up on it. But um, the tweet, the tweet in question is, did R. Sagehorn, this is, this is on Twitter, by the way, actually make out with, um, and then redacted the name of a teacher, because um, apparently there was some, there was some was scandal the about it. What is the tweet? What did he say? Uh, Sagehorn replied to that saying, actually, yes. That was his tweet. Oh, um, okay. So, so he's claiming to have made out with this teacher um, that I assume was part of some kind of scandal at the school. Um, he's claiming that the tweet was obviously fake and tweeted in jest. However... Um, he was then chewed out by his principal. He was suspended two days later mm. for the tweet, and then that suspension was extended to several months. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, Reed, af after he, his suspension got extended for several months, he was transferred to a different school. His parents transferred him out of that school, and now he is suing the school district, claiming um, punitive damages, uh, an expungement of all disciplinary actions on his school record, and attorney's fees. Well, he's in high school. Yes. Ugh. Okay. Public high school. So, did, I guess here's the question. Did the tweet happen while he was at school? Uh, I don't or think was that it really done in his free time? Doesn't really matter. Mm -mm. Um, doesn't matter? So, the, the U.S. District Judge John Thunheim found that, quote, the court concludes that Sagehorn has adequately pleaded a First Amendment claim. Um, so, he expressed his right to free speech. He was punished for it. And now he is suing to reco recover those damages. Oh, so Reed is suing. Yes, Reed no. is suing the school district. He is not being sued. Yeah. Uh, he, he was... Um, he was suspended for several months by the school district, but not sued. So uh, he was, he's suing for punitive damages, recovery of attorney's fees, and then um, he wants the infraction taken off of his school record. Basically, he wants the suspension taken off. Um, so, you know, the U.S. court found that actually, yes, you were exercising your right to free speech, and a government institution punished you for it. Right. Um, that is what censorship is. Yeah. And that is a violation of First Amendment rights. 
not getting fired from a job because you run a podcast when you agreed not to do what it. What does this have to do with Quentin Tarantino? Uh, uh, you know what? There's not a whole lot of free speech issues in Tarantino movies. It's mostly just people getting shot and no. speaking really cool. No, there's a lot more talking than shooting. So the one thing I guess that our audience should probably know, like I think Lawrence, you already sort of touched on it, but uh, when you start work at a company, and usually the larger company it is, the more paperwork you sign, they usually have you sign something that says uh, you can't talk about the company, um, like in, in a public way, typically. You can talk about it amongst yourselves in the sense of like your coworkers, but you cannot talk about it in public, talk about it on like you know, Twitter, Facebook, forum, whatever. That's why so many people's Twitter accounts have uh, a um, disclaimer that say like, I'm, uh, I'm Joel, I'm a, I'm a Batman fan and I like uh, comic yeah. books and none of my tweets represent the my views opinions of my own. My opinions are my own. Which I feel like that, that's up there with people saying, um, I don't claim to own this video that I ripped and stole and monetized. <laughs> oh, on right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those yeah. are different. Yeah, I, I like the idea that like one is an actual regulation. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you, you are you, you have to you have to disclose that your opinions are your own and not your yeah. company's. But you can still get fired for them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, funny. that's that's also the thing. Like uh, uh, a company can fire you for any reason other than a number of protected classes: sex, race, uh, pregnancy status. Like there there. Are, there are a number of things that companies are not allowed to fire you for, but making an ass of yourself on the internet is not its not a protected state I, yet. So it's been so long, I was thinking about this the other day, but um, remember Adam Orth? Yes. Yeah. So what his whole thing was, he was being... He was just being snide about the Xbox connectivity. Yeah, which they ended up getting rid of, and they also got rid of him. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes. So there's a lot of things they got rid of. But he's publishing, he's publishing a game now, so you know, he landed on his feet. Yeah, he's, uh, it's a drift. The, Space floating around Oculus game? Oh, that. Holy shit. Well, good for him. So, yeah, I mean, you know, silver linings. Uh, but that said, that was an excellent case study in how not to use social media right. if you are connected to a giant company who is concerned about their online image. Um, and that's one thing that you just sort of have to be aware of because I'm sure a lot, of, a lot of people on the internet I've seen so far are like, you know, I'm, and me, I'm one of them saying, like, I can't believe Nintendo fired this guy. I, if he, it sounds like if he didn't say anything negative. He didn't. Uh, he said he said something that could have been interpreted as negative. Basically, he said um, there are games that Nintendo will never localize because it's just not good business. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know he was a little flip about it, uh, like like we tend to be. He uh, he um, he kind of jokingly derided certain very enthusiastic audiences for not acknowledging that they they are a very very small subset of a larger audience, really? and that there are business realities. Yeah. I mean, um, I did, so I didn't listen to the podcast. I just read uh, excerpts from it. Yeah. And, and to me, that's what the tone was. And I could be wrong about that, but, um, you know, there's, there's, a certain, there's a certain thing that happens, and we do it all the time, where once you, once you know something and you know it very well, you start, to, you start to kind of jokingly make fun of the people that say they know what yeah, it is. That's true. And then, yeah, people that, people that lobby for very obscure Japanese Nintendo games to be localized. I'm sure they tell themselves that, like, uh, it would be profitable, just do it, Nintendo, just do it. We know how the business works, and you're like, <laughs> oh, well, I'm there every day, and I run the metrics, and no, turns out 2,000 people is that, not profitable. I feel like I bring this up every week when we ever talk to podcasts. One of the most infuriating and frustrating things about the game industry is, A, there's, the, there's no union, there's no, not, not, not that I'm pro-union or anti-union, anything like that, I'm just saying that, like, people get fired all the time because there's no one protecting them, so that's why those things happen, and if... Uh, Someone's forced to work long hours. There's no over-governing body that's protecting them. Well, it's, uh, it's like the film industry or something like that. But um, on top of that, th that that I have, no, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to get into any of that stuff. But um, that's cool. 
Ooh. It's a crowded workplace. Um, um, it's kind of like being a GameStop employee. You're paid shit because there are millions of high school students that want to do right. it. Right, and like with game development, there's you know a scrappy 23-year-old who's going to take a 37-year-old's job because he could probably do it in cheaper, yeah. uh, and he'll work or, work longer hours. But besides that, um, we can we never actually get solid numbers on game sales. Yeah. So you never like it. It's always whenever I hear people argue or make a, it's always uh, there's never any solid numbers or anything it's always just like well i feel like that game yeah. sold well it's like do you and they're like well sega said it did well or yeah. like we're like, still talking about it yeah there are like, forum threads about it like, i saw uh, somebody tweet about it lawrence and i were having a uh discussion with a um someone who was close to the industry during rtx and they were giving us like uh like destiny sales numbers of what like probably pretty close to they were and both lawrence and i were like didn't realize it was that i'm not gonna say it was high or low yeah but we were kind of surprised by it and like hearing that sort of info but that's stuff that you can't really divulge or get out there because yeah of course not yeah well, and because the, and you get fired for it yep <laughs> so well, actually, I, I would say I a, lot of, a lot of people assume things um because i remember this is like around the shenmue, oh, shenmue yeah. gate or whatever people uh, were criticizing us about shenmue and uh and our opinions shenmue? on it and people okay. someone was telling me that like it was bad of us to pick on a game like shenmue right Okay. Because it's so small and niche, and it's not fair, right? It's not fair that we should pick on a small game. And I was like, we pick on Dark Souls all the time. You never had a problem with us picking on Bloodborne or Dark Souls or any of these games. And they're like, those games are different. They sold better. And I was like, what? I was like, before you say something like that, you should look it up, because they sold almost exactly the same number of copies. Well, also we don't know. Except from software well, has like well, thirty. Based, yeah, based off the yeah. numbers you can yeah. find. Yeah, based off the numbers we yeah. have. You have to kind of inf like interpret. <laughs> then it's always like weird. It's like looking at some weird like Rosetta Stone. I'm like, I wonder if I can figure this out. But it's just like one Google search will get you somewhere close to having some sort of idea. Yeah. What's going on? But. Yeah. Well, then also there was the Nintendo story. Um, I forgot who was. Maybe it was Nintendo. Someone was saying basically, games have to come out as you have to have a, a plan trilogy. Basically. Oh, that was Square Enix. Yeah. That was that was somebody at Square Enix. I should say. That was like and, a like a, a higher. Like yeah, it was one, it was like a, VP yeah. of publishing or something like that. But it, it he he was very clear in like saying this is just something that I've noticed in the gaming right. industry. This is not corporate policy. But yeah, you're right. Because uh, well, he, he, he can't come out and be like, oh God, Final Fantasy 13 is not doing good. He can come out and go, well, you see, we need a trilogy. Yeah. Because that's how it's gonna make and people go, oh, okay, oh. I'll continue to invest in your company. So yeah. shareholders, man. So uh, as a corollary um, on this discussion of what is and isn't. Censorship. Uh, a copyright claim on YouTube is not censorship, because it's it's several layers deep in private corporations. Um, it is not the government restricting your right to speech. Um, it is a private company that has guidelines about how copyright is enforced, and then other private companies using those tools. Um, at at best, you could say it's corporate warfare if it's used maliciously. But I have never, I still haven't seen a case of it actually being used maliciously. Uh, plenty of times. Oh well, there's like Total Biscuit gets hammered a lot with that stuff. And well, then, no, there there are like uh, just recently with the film Pixels, there was uh, the company that owned the right. Uh, someone someone has yeah, the copyright on the word uh, Pixels. The, the movie review. Really? Yeah. They do? Wow. Yeah, and they were doing takedowns on video trailers for. Uh, the film Pixels, which I mean, like some <laughs> some would argue maybe they're doing the Lord's work, but um, it's just like it, copyright it, trolling. But now. It, yeah, it, yeah. it seemed. It but seemed that's wolf. that's like that's like corporate warfare, right sure. there. No, except of. for it was what we what was later revealed was that it was like a third party company mm -hmm. was working for was it Columbia or, or who or Sony or whoever, 
and <laughs> they didn't have control of them, and they were just basically doing a blanket search for the word pixels. Oh. So, like, anything with pixels, it wasn't even corporate warfare. It was just, like, it was just a people bot. doing, like, using a sledgehammer to do an ice picks job. And <laughs> then also, some of the hilarious things that they uh, struck down included the original pixel short on Vimeo that the movie was based on. So they awesome. struck that as well. Nice. Yeah. Good work, uh, world. I don't know. Well, the, the YouTube thing's different because, yeah, Ooh. I feel like that's that's once a week we see someone crying foul that their YouTube channel was taken down and how this is ruining their business and everything. It's like, well, A, don't build your business. I'm not, I'm not saying YouTube is quicksand, but... You know, don't build your business on quicksand. Like, yeah. it could just disappear. And if you're going to, you got to know the rules and play it safe. Yeah. Like, it, it's the whole it's the whole adage like ignorance of the law is no excuse. Uh, I use that just all the time. Yeah, right. I just, didn't know cocaine was bad for you. Just because you didn't know how the how the copyright and claim ID system works doesn't mean your your channel gets shut down because you were using some movie clip you didn't yeah. have rights to use. Well, also, and then I mean, we're all pretty much aware that YouTube's content ID system is flawed. It is. It because it. It is. There's no perfect solution, though. Is the yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying anything like YouTube is bad and copyright's good or nothing like that. It, it's more of like this is the world's largest video platform, and yeah. there needs to be a way to govern it so that it can exist. Otherwise, Viacom will keep trying to sue YouTube and make money off of them. And so they need some system in place that that, uh, Vi that Viacom can agree to. Yeah, it's right. Really and that, what that, that falls under DMCA because that's a government thing. Jesus. <laughs> Stealth. This is the worst guard dun, ever. Dun, 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 dun. Um, we got it. So yeah, I mean, like, oh shit, we got another one. Oof, boy. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, so I'm just saying, we're all kind of in agreement that it's not a perfect system, but a system does need to be in place because yeah, it it's one thing when you you put up a movie trailer on your like channel Facebook. and you get a strike, but then like. What happens when you put a cat video up on your channel and someone steals it and they start monetizing it? And you're like, well, yeah. who's protecting me? That's what that's what Facebook's so. staring down right now. Yeah, you're, you're right because they, they don't have, they don't have any copywritten like, yeah. protection, um, right? Regardless, though, like they also don't really have any monetization yet either. So it's it's kind of weird. Hmm. What are, what are those doors? Is that are those checkpoints? Check oh, okay. Oh, nice. So yeah, like somebody can steal your video and put it on Facebook and everybody can watch it there for free. And it's mm -hmm. like they're, you're not even getting money for this. Why are you being an ass? It's like the God. new new Live League or Daily Motion or Meta Cafe or other websites. Yeah, that are and Ebon's World, Blast Blip. FM. Ugh, I think Ebon's e World. World is still around. It I'm is. No black sheep. I'm on. I'm. Scrabbles? I aligned with something off a long time ago. So you know, all the. Those old, those old uh, Hatfield and McCoy raids don't die. Yeah, uh, so I, I'm, I'm going to ask the. I guess, we're probably veering way off topic here, but nah. Um, I'm asking the dummy question because I'm kind of a dummy. Um, so censorship is defined by the government censoring you. you well, okay. So no censorship. That, as a, censorship is a word happens all the time, but right. yeah. But your First Protected, Amendment rights only yeah. protect you from governmental censorship. Gotcha. Because we self censor all the time. We got an email today about saying, hey, you should probably self-censor yourself. Yeah, but there's a difference between illegal censorship yeah. uh, that you can actually take, that you can that, take that, that it's actionable, yeah. yeah. And then like... Well, like Nintendo can censor that guy because he signed a paper that yeah. said, you know, I'm not going to talk about Nintendo, and then he did. So and he, even he broke if he his didn't, side of the agreement. You know what, even if he didn't sign a piece of paper and, and they fired him, he could take them to court for wrongful termination. That's true, too. And then they could be like, listen, he damaged our bottom line by saying these yeah. things. Those were corporate... Yeah. That was privileged information, and he just let it out there. And the court would probably be like, "Yeah, go well, find another job." I mean, even if what he said isn't super negative, it's a slippery slope for for the company. That's right. how they're going to perceive yes. everything. Yes, you're right. This one may not be bad, but but, um, but someone will yeah. say something that's slightly less kind, and then yeah. you know, and then that's the end of it. And then you run, in, yeah, you run into the problem of setting a precedent. Uh, yeah, which is it's. 
we we've we've learned that about like copyright as well. So like if a company say like the ludicrous lawsuits over the like Bethesda suing over scrolls, no. um, I, I had no idea. And some somebody made this point to me. It's like it's not that they think this is particularly egregious. It's that if they don't pursue this now, then somebody else can release something called the Eldest Scrolls. <laughs> and then if they get sued, they can just point to there's this other game called Scrolls, and you mm -hmm. didn't pursue them. So why are you coming after us? Bro. Like you, you've clearly showed that you don't want to protect there, your copyright. Well, there, there's a, a history here. Um, it kind of pertains to film. Um, I forget the exact. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that is the worst guard. I was going to fire that guard. Um, no, I was going to say there was a, a Gracho, Gracho Marx film um, where they used the exact name of another movie and they took it to court and they they ended up winning. It was a night in Casablanca. Is that what it is? is, that what it is? Yeah, they, and Warner Brothers took them to court because they were using the word Casablanca. Casablanca. Right, sure. And they said, like, they pretty much said, where does it end? If we can't do this, no one else will be, to, be able to. I, I, that's not specifically how it went, but it was this really interesting court case that that's pretty much why that doesn't exist in the film industry. Like, you can name a movie whatever you want, basically. Hmm. Like, I can call two different movies Bad Lieutenant and it's okay. Right, like, that's what you're saying. Yeah, it, it's it's an interesting thing, and I guess Bethesda's trying to avoid that. Well, that, yeah, you're right, though. That's the power of precedent. Um, and that, that, that is everything when it comes to legal matters. Like, it, it's... Roy well, V. Wade, And man. the other thing is that people forget is that Notch actually fired the first salvo in that whole debacle when he sent... I, th I think... I, what, I, what I recall happening is that he sent paperwork over to Bethesda saying that, like, Scrolls is ours. And Bethesda's like, what... Wait, what? Seriously, you fucker? Like, no, scroll. Like, we've had scrolls games before you had scrolls games. One million years of scrolls. And then I think he challenged them to like Quake Three or something like yep. that. Yeah, because oh. he realized that his position was indefensible, that he'd be going to court and wasting a shitload of money, which he ended up doing. Oh, notch. Wow. Well, he would have won that Quake Three match, though. That's true. <laughs> Maybe that would have been really. Maybe. Interesting. Maybe. Yeah, we're not sure about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bethesda. Or, yeah, Bethesda has so many fucking employees that like. Todd Howard might be really good at Quake. Yeah. Three. Actually, I bet he would be. Yeah. He I puts on his like leather gloves, <laughs> his polarized sunglasses. Are we he slicks his hair back. <laughs> Are we writing our next movie? Turns his turns his hat around. This is the next game. Give me one of those cheesy bites. <laughs> yeah. Speaking bite. of cheesy yeah, bites, just a bite. Just a bite. Just a quick reminder. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks again to our friends oh, yeah. at Pizza Hut for sponsoring this podcast and for this cheesy bites pizza that we had to we had to, we had to pay for. We had to order this yesterday, but the the delivery person was very nice. Um, um, it came in like fifteen minutes. No, Adam, it didn't. More or less. If oh. you complete 100% of the story mode during this Dude Soup podcast, you get to take a shot of marinara sauce. Ooh! Lucky guy! Yeah. Uh, remember, check out the Cheesy Bites Pizza on PizzaHut.com. Get a one topping for eleven ninety nine. Such a deal. It's really good though. I mean, it is. It is um, yeah. And now that the air test is It's like is garlic over. knots at the end of a yeah. pizza. We'd also like to remind you to, uh, to eat responsibly. <laughs> Uh, so a few slices of pizza is fine, but don't go crazy about it. Are, are James and I did the uh, yes. James right. and I did the Pizza Hut thing uh, at RTX, and at RTX you're not really allowed to eat because you're running around and doing stuff so yeah. much. Mm -hmm. And we're like, thank God, this, down the pizza. We're like, thank God, this thing is sponsored. Uh, <laughs> the gluten free is really good. All right, we'll have pizza out there for the uh, the competitors, like for the finalists in this competition. Like, like, like hell, you right. will. Yeah. All right, sounds good. We're for gluten free pizza. Um, <laughs> Not, but, uh, yeah, we don't really abide by gluten-freeness. Uh, we just thought it was really good. God, what fun a recipe fact, for disaster that stuff is, Fun though. fact is that this is the, I was telling you guys, this is the second Cheesy Bites campaign I've been a part of. Whoa. Because shortly after I moved out to Los Angeles, I, like most people who move out to Los Angeles do, just put myself on a casting service 
where you basically get cast to be extras in uh, in movies and stuff or commercials mostly. And uh, one of the first things I was cast in was a Cheesy Bites Super Bowl commercial starring Jessica Simpson. I really want to see this wow, commercial. I want to see awesome. You can write it online. Search for Jessica Simpson Cheesy Bites. Did you, did you <laughs> were you like prominent in the commercial? I oh, got Google alerts. I, 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 I was there for the paycheck. Have you ever done extras stuff? It's kind of sad because there's a lot of people there that are like, I'm going to get discovered. Talking about their In craft. this crowd of 100 people shouting Cheesy Bites are back <laughs> into a camera that's 100 feet in the air. Yeah. Like, and it's like, no, you're not going to. Like, I was there, I would just sit, I would wait for them to call, I would get in the back of the crowd, I would do something, go you're, home, you're get professional. my paycheck, right? Which is honestly, from what I've heard and what I know, having moved up in the industry, what you want. Yeah. You don't want, there, there's this guy there who would would force himself close to the camera and do like a little like ballerina jump or something, like yeah. just to get the attention or like act. And they're like, the, every, they would stop and the assistant director would go, don't do that. Please don't. Yeah. No, like, no producer yeah. or director just, wants that because yeah. you're actually slowing down production. We just need you to run down and, and say cheesy bites are back <laughs> with, the crowd, with, with the crowd of 75 other people All right. doing it. All right, you got it. But but am I like recently divorced? Like, oh, yeah. what's the status here? Just I'm a single guy, right? Ordering a pizza. Well, okay, fine. But I ordered the pizza for a cheesy reason. Cheesy bites right? are back. Sure, but why am I excited about that? I mean, there's got to be... Because they're cheesy bites. Yeah. And yeah. because we're paying you $100 a day. And because they're back. Yeah. And they're back. Uh, I didn't realize Cheesy Bites had been around for so long. Oh, they're back, baby. Well, well it's I weird because they like were the back McRib. then. Yeah, it's like the McRib, exactly. But, but they were whenever, back <laughs> then. Whenever the cheese commodities like, hit a low, they're so like, Cheesy Bites are Cheesy Bites a, like a limited edition pizza? Only when that cheese yes, is available. They, they're like the McRib, so they come out like, I don't know if they come out once a year, but McRib comes out once a year, right? It's the same it's thing. It's like, like salmon spawning season? Well, McRib is... I like imagine there's a mountain of like some like cheese that only grows a certain time of Well, McRib season... Cheesy Bites crop's looking good this year. McRib season Get pizza out on the phone! what happens when the... when. Like are price, prices are at the absolute. Connect me to Pizza Hut. Yeah. That's when they make McRibs. So I wonder what the what the reasoning is for Cheesy Bites. Dust Bowl Cheesy oh, Bites Farmers. That was oh, it. That was the one, Adam. <laughs> so confused. Uh, and then uh, while yeah, we're right on the again, we're on the subject of Cheesy Bites and, and selling out, uh, we have a special announcement for anyone that managed to get into this stream of Dude Soup. Oh shit, that's right. Oh, oh shit. Oh, 50 people. shit. Wait, hold on. Let me look. Statistically, this is it's going to be even less because it's so it's. The 50 people who are already, actually, we can check the numbers right now, but um, one more. the people who got into the stream, and then people who are going to be at PAX, and people who can't get into PAX. You're, you're jumping right. ahead no, here. No, no, shuttle down. Have, have you saying, shuttle down. You're oh, terrible. I have 111 people. Haven't even announced the thing yet. All right. We, uh, we uh, much like the uh, Dude Soup we're going to be doing in LA soon, uh, this weekend, we will be doing a live performance slash recording of Dude Soup while we're at PAX in Seattle. <laughs> so it's going to be Saturday night, the 29th, at the Vera Project at 9 o'clock p.m. Tickets are $15 in advance, $18 at the door. But since you guys are listening live now, you have the chance to buy it before anyone else hears about it because we haven't announced it yet. Yep. Yeah. So if you'll be at PAX, if you will be at PAX and you want to go, uh, we got a link for you. I uh, can't really link it in chat, so I'm gonna have to read it. It's uh, tiny.cc slash dudesouplive. Tiny.cc slash dudesouplive. So that, that, that's so you punch a, that into your browser window, it should take you to the ticket sales and explain why are we doing a live show? Why are we well, charging our fans money? Well, there's oh, a lot funny. of reasons. One is money. If you don't want to pay to go to PAX, delicious money. <laughs> normally, make, normally we do live shows no, in the form of panels at the events we go to. Yeah. We're still but doing a some panel, people though. are but some people are not You're going to pay the, wall, man. the amount of money just to, to, see a panel. Just to go see a yeah. panel. So, so we, save your money. 
We are going to do a, what we like to think is affordable, live performance. It's a $15 performance. $15 performance. Costs less than most concerts in all in LA of a band you never heard of. Um, but uh, but we kind of enjoyed the live atmosphere of things. Yeah. And we want to see. We enjoyed the validation can, of people clapping. We can clapping. do it. And oh, then yeah. and then ideally, if it goes well, then we can go to more places and you do play. more I'm things like this. Yeah, we want, I, I want to I see if people will come out and just like and hang out with us for an hour while we do a podcast. I mean, like, because that's. That's what those the DudeSoup live panel was like at RTX. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, we just had a thousand people yelling suggestions at us and, and asking us questions, and uh, it was great to have audience feedback. Yeah. Um, and uh, I I want to see if you know people will do that in Seattle there's, too. There's certain things that we've done that What's if you're at right trigger again, oh, right, right trigger. trigger oh, here we go. There's certain the things that we've done that only work in like live formatting, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. the comment reactions, right, like people right. reading the comments to us and stuff like that. They only work that that way, and I think if we can find more opportunities to do stuff like that, it's kind of yeah. cool. I, I think the idea fun. too is like we we had been talking about doing this for a while, of like being able to go to cities that we normally wouldn't go to. Pax is obviously we're already going to be there, so it worked out. So we'll be in Seattle, but this could lead to us going to smaller towns mm -hmm. if there's a big enough audience there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, if we can get people to pay for a show, then that basically pays our way to the city. Yeah. So then that way we're able to come out and do a podcast for you guys in Ohio or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's it's not a situation like if you're going to PAX, I would actually recommend you do not go to the live show if you feel like, you know, don't feel obligated. Adam, like if you're you, really good at this. Hold what? on, chill the fuck out. I, uh, I'm not sure about that one. No, no, I'm saying because we are still doing a panel on Sunday. <laughs> So it's not like we're trying to like double dip or anything. Yeah, but like maybe, that. They, like, maybe they well, want to double dip. Well, the, I sure, hear no, I'm saying come if you want to, but don't feel like this is the only way I'm going to be able to see these guys did, do a live show. We did the worst sales in the world. So why we are did, you telling people uh, not to go? Well, no, no, I'm saying go. I'm, I'm just saying if you are already going to PAX, you already paid a shitload of money to go to PAX and fly out and do this. I'd be like, great, these guys are asking more money from me. He's like, no, that's not what it is. Well, it's like we're already doing another panel well, that's They want to give us money. Don't worry about it. We have only preached uh, smart consumerism. Sure. So we're asking you to do that for yourself here like all other things. If you don't want to spend $15 on us, if, don't. Like Adam, you don't want to go see a live show. <laughs> I don't think you I'm going to go. You don't have to. I don't think I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking I might stay home that okay. night. But, yeah, <laughs> but if if you want to do, because we did two panels at RTX, oh, yeah. and one was very different than the other, you know, and so I think I think we could do some fun stuff. I don't know. It's something I've wanted to do for a long time. Something but don't come. But, don't, <laughs> don't, but seriously, don't though, don't waste the money. Uh, it's not, uh, worth, it's not worth it. No. If you um, want to see these guys chastise me live. Uh, another thing, you set oh, yourself up. Uh, another thing is, uh, <laughs> people not to come. With, with the PAX panel system and basically everything, they're like, you have to be here at this time. You have, you have, have to start at this time. You have to wait in line, and then you, and then, and then when that clock hits. Two minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have one minute to finish everything, and then we're kicking you oh, out. Right. And so, but this is not going to be that. This is going to yeah. be a little bit more laid back and a little bit more fun. And the, the venue has rules about that kind of stuff, but but it's going to be like a music. Yeah, know, like a music yeah. I mean, except none of us can play or bring any instruments. I was um, say, are we doing a surprise live show now? Because uh, like, yeah, I can't. Uh, you're, you're not. Pl you're playing keyboard. I did. Yeah, I did six months of uh, piano. You're playing lessons. keyboard. Uh, James on guitar. Yeah. I, c I can play when the Saints go marching in on one hand. <laughs> We should have them send us uh, a rock band kit. Oh, yeah. We totally, totally play rock band. play rock band for an hour? See, these are the kind of cool things we could do if we get to do live shows. Watch but us play a game poorly. Yeah. 
Watch us um, get drunk and start bickering. I'm, I'm not good at rock band. Oh, well, oh yeah, you are. Right. I think you're, I think you're, you're okay. pretty good at rock band, too. The best! At what, at what instrument am I good at? I thought you were good at guitar, but I could be wrong. And I don't think I ever played B-52s. Yep. I basically talked about- Adam Kovac! Yeah. Joel's reveling in this. He's like, I finally have something to rip on Adam. Um, did you say? Did you say what the, the link <laughs> was? Straight up. Sure. Joel. Let's say it again. <laughs> All right. For the audience. And we're also gonna, just uh, so you know, we're probably gonna tweet out the link once yeah. this live stream is over. Did Joel leave? Yeah, it's, he left. Aw, come back. We made him mad. Tiny dot cc, t i n y dot cc slash dude soup live. <laughs> they can't see that that's on the camera. That's disgusting. That's too much. <laughs> you touched him real bad. Ooh. Now that mic's broken. Bad touch. Joel's little belly area is my favorite. <laughs> Tiny, Tiny low, lower belly area. So tiny.cc slash live if you guys want to go. And if you don't want to go, it's okay too. Yeah, don't worry about <laughs> it. Hey man, no big deal. Yeah. I guess I guess the thing, uh, to cut to the root of it, the thing that I was, I'm uncomfortable about and don't want to do is charge people for Access to us. Oh yeah. Um, this is more like. Oh, I'm not gonna. They're not gonna see me at all. Yeah. yeah he's behind a be desk there. for an hour and then leave right away. A desk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a desk. I'm not saying a mahogany. Word. Bruce is the one uh, uh, selling the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, it's like so when we were at RTX, like we were just like when we got there, you know, crowds started descending, which is weird. But also we ended up just like chilling in the drive-through of a hotel, and like cars were trying to drive through, and we ended up packed into this hot, sweaty corner. Uh, and this is just like it's a way for us to have a to have a dedicated space for that sort of thing and not inconvenience everybody or go to a restaurant where it's like it's clearly not suited to have 50 people there. So this is just like a it's I mean this is what these venues are made for and it costs money so you know we can't really pay for that out of pocket because we don't have that money. And also, if it sounds like we're, and by the way, uh, none of this money goes to, to us. No, it goes to Rooster Teeth. Yeah, this yeah. so just so you guys are aware, like we're not making money off of. Uh, I guess pimping this out, There's, but it's also it's just, they, they didn't ask us to do this oh yeah, to we, make money. We wanted to do this because we want to do live events with like that people can show uh, up to. I say the big yeah. takeaway is the only way we can do this is if a venue allows us to go there, and the only way a venue is going to allow us to use their if space we, if we make is, money, is yeah. if we can make money. So it's so. it's like this, or the other option is we all jump in a van and drive up to Akron, Ohio, to meet our fans. And, but even the van, we'd have yeah, to the pay. The van for costs money. We got to buy the van, <laughs> At and then least five hundred dollars for a good van. We're going to anyway, lose out on production time. Uh, yeah, it should be, be fun. So no again, <laughs> tiny.cc slash live, And you know what? Uh, you guys can, if somebody is in chat and they're like, ah, oh, people should know about that. You guys can go ahead and tweet it out or whatever. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, or tell your friends if you want to make sure they get tickets if you're going to PAX. There's yeah. no chat. They don't want to, they don't want to see us, Lawrence. I, it should I'm be fun. This over yeah. and over. The, Adam, the glowing thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lure. The glowing thing drags them there, so if you toss they have it to beyond see it, him. There, there it goes. Okay. So yeah. it has but, to be in their vision cone. But the wrong way. Then they'll, they'll just, yeah. yeah, you want to go up. Oh, you want to go up. No, up. I'm reading the text. Yeah, he's, he's reading right. the story. And then moving on, we've got a couple of interesting kind of connected stories about the progress of technology and how it affects PC gaming. Technology. Technology. Somebody found out that two extremely outdated forms of DRM from like 2006 don't work in Windows 10 anymore. Uh, Sekirom and Safe Disk, both of which were just like, basically it was the sort of thing where somebody would say it and then spit uh, just to express their distaste of it. <laughs> this was like during the dark ages of PC gaming in the mid 2000s. It was, was horrible. So Securom or Securom or whatever it is. What was that about again? Like how did it work? Uh, it it basically needed firmware level access to your CD CD or DVD drive so that it could read certain markers on the disc. Oh, got it. Um, the idea was that it would be all hardware. There's no way that software could spoof it. Um, and to to a degree that was true. But then people figured out how to just rip out that authentication and right. you know everything got pirated anyway. Um, even back then, it was a pain in the fucking ass because not not every drive supported it. 
I remember, I can't remember what game it was, Company of Heroes, I think? I, I don't remember ex exactly, but I remember trying to play it. My drive did not work with Sekirom, and it told me I didn't own the game every time I tried to play it. Hmm. So well, that's what you get for trying to pirate it. Right? Yeah, pirate <laughs> so I had to drive back to Fry's and buy a $50 DVD drive to just sit on top of my computer so I could actually play the fucking Man, thing. Man, Fry's is a good store. I, I remember, I think it was Assassin's Creed 2 or something like that. Like, it was so broken. Oh, Ubisoft, well, Ubisoft had a, a horrible oh. track record of DRM at the time, too. They, well, at one point, they're like, I think their customer support just said, here's a CD crack I found on this site. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. just use this. And it worked. I'm sorry. Weird. But yeah, that was when they were doing like heartbeat check-ins. If your internet dropped out, you'd get booted out of the game. I remember that. Um, safe disk. I'm not too familiar with that. I didn't play any games that use safe disk. I, ha I can only assume that it worked the same way, where it had like hardware level access to your DVD drive. In order, like it would actually read certain things about like where the lens was moving and when to, to like read certain CD serial keys off the disk. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty hardcore copy, uh, DRM protection. And that's why people hated it. But now, uh, apparently in Windows 10, I'm guessing the OS doesn't allow that, that level of access anymore. Um, because, you know, OSs typically get more and more secure. I read the other side of the story that was saying Windows 10 could just disable, like, so pirated, I was, yeah, I was about to get pirated there. software. Getting ahead of me again, Adam. Oh, too, this. Yeah, too quick. I read this. I read this last night. Sorry. That's no, all right. Uh, so the Microsoft End User License Agreement was updated with a very peculiar uh, paragraph. And this is the whole thing. It's going to take. It's a little wordy, but it's also it's also written very uh, familiarly, which is interesting. Usually, EULAs are not like that. But it says, uh, "quote Sometimes you'll need software updates to keep using the services. Uh, we may automatically check your version of the software and download software updates or configuration changes, including those that prevent you from accessing the services, playing counterfeit games, or using unauthorized hardware peripheral devices. You may also be required to update the software to continue using these services." Um, this makes a lot of people angry, but if you've used Steam, you've been doing this already. That's the thing that kind of drives me a little crazy is that uh, people have willingly accepted this level of DRM and copyright protection into their lives, but it's from Valve, so they think it's okay. And now it's from Microsoft, and it's horrible. Um, but, you know, this is the brave new world. If you don't like it, install Linux. That's kind of where it goes to. And I've, I've actually seen some articles popping around about there, and I think it's... I think it's a totally valid response. I think Steam, Steam on Linux now has basically made that a little more viable as a gaming platform. And if, if you if you love your command line and don't want uh, Cortana sniffing through your emails, that's that's basically your option. Well, it's like uh, it's like kind of like Joel. Joel's paranoid about all these this Google stuff, basically like Google tracking, like Google now, yeah. and like Google yeah. Google. Email. I gotta admit though, that's pretty handy. He has a when a Google's Nexus like six, and he has a Nexus six. Yeah, but, yeah. but the problem is, is that at this point, like the. People have your information. Oh yeah, and it's it's one of those things where like, if you're not doing anything bad, and I know this sounds ridiculous, sounds like your dad telling you this. If you're not doing anything bad, you got nothing to worry about. Uh, so funny, you know who said that, right? My dad, George no. Washington. No, it was like the head of Google. Oh really? Yeah, he was oh, on Larry Page. Uh, Schmidt. Well, it's, oh. it's it's an old phrase. Too. He, was, he was also an old well, man. I mean, it's also something that like that dictators say. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. They'll, they'll, well, it's so, not something that dictators say. Kind Come of. On. Yeah, no, I'm pretty like, sure you can find them when Hitler and I'm sure, Obama I'm sure said dictators that. have said it just like Larry Page has said it. So, so here, I mean, like, here's here's how I feel about it. Is that like I, yeah, I use a, a, a Nexus Six, and I understand I understand the irony of me using a Nexus 6, but also being terrified of like giving them too much information. I don't want to be willing, like, I don't want to check all the boxes that just says, that, that allow them to take everything they want to whenever they want to. Bottom right. I at least want to make them work for it. 
you know, okay. <laughs> well, so you're using, like, using well, their Joel, email client then, and using their phone well, that's, that's and texting of, through their service. Know, then you got to signing up for Google Fi. What I'm saying is that you. The problem is at this point, I'm sure Windows 8 has something like that in it already. It of does. Course. You've so, knocked out a lot, a lot of it, though. So, it, if you want to go in there, and rip it out. I'm sure you can, um, and I'm sure you can, you know, probably do it illegally. But at the same time, they have it, and they've been doing it to you for a very long time. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying at this point, yeah, that's what's aware. happening. As you, soon you know. as this podcast is over, Lawrence and I are going to start working on a sci-fi novel series. In the future, uh-huh. yep. the only currency, the only fuel, is privacy. <sighs> that sounds really stupid. You use, you sacrifice you your, you sacrifice your privacy. They, they call them private points. People have a certain amount of time that they're allotted they have, per they, day. People have a certain amount of private points. There. Yeah, yeah, private points. I got so that's one, what we'll I do got one. They call privates. They have a certain amount of certain time amount of per, per year yeah. that they can utilize. Can they elongate those privates? Can they make them larger? They can barter for them. Yeah, you can barter for them. Say you have some scrap metal. Yeah. You can trade your scrap metal. So I can take some of Bruce's and Bruce can take some of mine? Yeah, yeah. Can you make your privates do this, go back and forth? Yeah, between the two people. Hold on, guys, I think you're misconstruing this idea. <laughs> this is supposed to be a parallel for what Larry Page, that dictator, said. I know. <laughs> so either way, yes, move, uh, go ahead, Joel, install Linux. I mean, that's so that... Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't play Heroes of the Storm on Linux. Exactly. Ooh, it's a slightly inconvenient exactly. thing. Yeah, I guess yeah. I'll just sacrifice all my info. Uh, James, I mean, what oh. you said already happens. You, 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 <laughs> uh, uh, you basically pay for Facebook with your private information. Ooh, that's um, point, yeah. yeah, it's a service. They provide you the ability to connect with people. But so let's take the subtlety of that and just <laughs> literalize Blow it. Out. <laughs> um, uh, your only real option, if you if you really don't want people looking at your data, is why are you doing that? Yeah, huh? why'd you walk so close? There's, no, there's nowhere else. Why yeah, what, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Oh, or, no oh the little panels create the noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Noise oh, I, I like like why do you keep going over the panel? Because that's the shoot, only shoot spot I can right go in the spot where the the gap yeah. is. There? No, no, against the other wall, like that. Yeah. There's again, no wall there. Yeah. Right right over. Other way. Angle it the other way. That? The other way. Like, yes. Try, try that and detonate. Oh, okay, I can see that. Yeah. It's not a detonator, though. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, a thing that he sees. Well, that almost works. So the, the only mechanic that I can notice in here is that he keeps looking at the thing while moving towards. Yeah, so you can summon him somewhere else. So you can basically get him to continue looking at the objects that's this distracting is, him. Just throw it this while is you're the reason why I didn't like Thomas's alone. It's the same thing, just slightly different. Yeah, yeah I didn't like that. That's where you make I, a thousand levels. Yeah, and it's, it's like, 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 and it's just... Well, this is different it, enough to be... No, it's not. Yeah, it's well, just, you're having well, trouble, so... Well, I mean, Thomas was alone, was like, stack these guys up to get up this staircase and do it over and over and over again. Good. Yeah, here's yeah. an even longer staircase. This well, is now here's a, a new different. shape. Oh, isn't it so whimsical? No, it's not. I wish I didn't pay money for this. Who's jaded now? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I had this realization. I, I started. I picked up Assassin's Creed Unity again. Now that it's not completely broken on PC, yeah, and it runs okay. Yeah, and um, it's still janky. It's kind of funny. Like bodies glitch through walls and shit. And it's funny. Good times. Um, but it is super repetitive. But at least it's fun. Like you're running. I'm not asking these developers who are probably two dudes. Yeah, I was gonna say who. It's a smaller team. Yeah, exactly. I mean, They're not gonna make Assassin's Creed. But like. At the core of it, I'm like, I'm having fun doing parkour. You have to realize that these developers got what, to a starting point and they were like, Bruce wanted the longer Let's make home. a game entirely so focused around stealth. So you can already ah. start by telling them to go fuck themselves <laughs> because they're, they basically picked one of gaming's least favorite mechanics. Right. Like, to if only make it was an the basis for their well. entire game. Well, people like stealth. That's and I agree with Adam. Portal, this is not. Portal, Portal elaborates on each puzzle. Kind of like this does, but see now, go for it. Go, go. No, I'm gonna run. step on the thing. Just run. run, just run. There, see. 
Yes, perfect. I got it. I got it. Oh no, 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 I got it. No. I got it. I got it. I got it. No, actually, so this is this is my frustration with this game right now. There's this little thing that yeah, you have to wait up. for it to recharge. Yeah, that's time. fucking great. How about when we start the checkpoint, it's already full, so I don't have to keep waiting because now I just don't want to play the game anymore. Well, maybe you wait until it's full. Look, to I agree with Adam. This wasn't fun when I played it. It was just sort of a puzzle. The, the early levels are fine, but that should be the end of it. Yeah. Move. Once they're like, We're move. Going. Why isn't he moving? Because he's staring at the he's thing. Staring. I thought he's... he moved while he was staring. Look, Chappie does not look at anything other than what Chappie wants to look Hold at. Hold on. Toss it into that back corner, right? This one? That wall. Yeah, right on that wall. He's still going to be in the way. So anyways, no. Joel, everybody knows where you are at all times. So, no, they don't. Sorry, man. I have location services turned off. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm sure that makes yeah, it right. Now, I gotta walk, make a move. not yeah. on the pads. I can't- wait, you Walk between to. the line and the pads. Oh, God. Oh! <laughs> I don't think that space exists. This is a good game. Um. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I also, why was, why were all the toilets in the beginning just out in the middle of a hallway? Yeah, who knows? It was a giant bathroom. Yeah, but you just, there's guy, a guy standing right there walking back and forth as you're trying to take a shit. It's a giant bathroom. Alright. Oh. It's the most secure bathroom in the world. So, so yes. Joel, are, are you, you're against the Patriot Act, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, and then big time. Also, uh... So you're not a Patriot? What, no. what you're against you freedom? What have you done to, yeah, are you against freedom? What have you done, what have you done to combat the Patriot Act? I wrote my Congress representative, what? Adam Schiff. And nice. what did he, did he write back? No. Yeah. Ooh, no. that's things. <laughs> that's well, that's politics, baby. Really, what's really cool with uh, modern Google services, you can tell when someone automatically deletes your email. <laughs> <laughs> you Lawrence. can see it, you yeah, can see yeah. when he deletes it. Yeah, right there. It, a webcam will... Capture his face what? when he reads your email <laughs> and doesn't give a shit. Maybe you try and get the other guy on the other side of the hallway to hit the pad to draw the other guy out. Uh, maybe we're thinking too small. Here, maybe hit, hit I can't X or whatever. I can't yeah. make them. I can't make them move though. Yeah, well, you can't, if you you can't take range. them off their path. Uh, All they do is if they see I, something on their path, go. they'll no, hold you don't still. Go. He's gonna turn Watch around this. the other way. Well, yeah, that no. might, this well, yeah, might work, but I'm not sure. No way. Unless you toss another one up. It depends which way you turn. Wait, now you can. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, we saw ya! He turned like, left. So... Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> I like hmm. the idea that it's his first day and he's like, Sir! I found someone? And I'm uh, staring at him? I don't know what to do. Anyway, RTX was fun. He's the boss this kid. Fun. Yeah, I had a good time at RTX. I, I don't... We haven't done a podcast since getting back from Austin, have I we? Know. Nope. We haven't. I mean, this is our first one. I had a good time. Mm. Baby's first podcast. Very, so uh, he doesn't move. Mm. Um, <laughs> he's gonna turn left. Oh yeah, he, he swivels around the wrong way for that. He, to he work. swivels towards the gap. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I know there's something simple here that we should be doing, and I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> this is what video games are. It's eh. a series of problems yeah, you have but to you think pick and the solve. Games, so that way they're like, oh, these are stakes that I actually want to down. Yeah, achieve. Swivels down. I want to achieve well, can this. You get down into the gap. I don't know. And I... then shoot it on the. Yeah, Welcome to the most exciting podcast in the world. Yeah, we're, we're, we're looking at this video. Anybody want any more cheesy bites? Apologies. No, to I'm our full. I've had like two. Why are you apologizing? This is great content. Um, cheesy bites? No, no I, I ate my pizza responsibly, like Bruce. Uh, Joel, I have more uh, interesting questions about the Patriot Act for you. Okay, oh yeah, yeah. I was curious, well, yeah, now it's really making Fucking, it interesting. What about? Well, it's more exciting than. Oh no! Fire the thing there! Fire the gap! Oh no! Shoot the gap! Does it make noise if you creep over? Regardless, I want to see what. So supposedly. But he was looking at the thing. That's what I told you, Lawrence. What? We got to stop paying attention. We got to the stop game. paying attention. To the game. Sorry. So supposedly the Patriot Act has stopped a lot of terrorist uh, activities. Uh, Almost all of them. It hasn't. You know that for a fact. Yeah, the studies say like, nah, the Patriot Act's done shit. You know well, that. You on. know that for a fact. Hold on. The problem is, the problem is, you're. It's asking for qualification on fast. things that didn't happen. I know that's. The problem. And that's always tough. Yeah, prove to me God doesn't exist. Yeah. Check so me. that's 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 the tough thing. <laughs> About that. I'll show you a banana. You can only count the things that have been stopped, and then it's like, well, would those have gone through anyway? I don't know. It's it's a 
thankless thing. Uh, like, I'm not in favor of it or against it, but yeah. I do think that, like, it's fucking, it's like the, it's like the Nintendo thing. It's the world we live in. Yeah. We're gonna have to change bigger things before we worry about Google stealing our information. Joel. Uh, nah. Well, uh, Joel, they already stole your information and they yeah. already know where you are at all times. They um, don't know I'm here right now. Uh, I've they, used they do only four Google products since I've arrived at this office. <laughs> also, also, like, there's people posting the, their kids' baby pictures on yeah. Facebook or yeah. whatever. It's like they've already made the choice for their child. And they know to get served ads, for like baby cool, food and diapers and shit. Uh, well, oh, you're still so. like we're not going to post any pictures. I'm holding you to that. When you have a child, and if I see Joel's. Baby pictures. They won't be coming from my account. That's bull. That. Well, here's your wife's gonna here's, post. here's what I've always said to do. <laughs> my my suggestion has Look been thing, to uh, post to, other people's baby yeah, pictures. Yeah, find fake Stock baby pictures. Oh. Post those baby pictures as your kids' baby pictures. But then I guess the internet only remembers what the internet remembers. So ultimately, that will become your identity. Yeah. <laughs> when you grow up, you'll be like, "That's you." It's like, no, my parents posted fake pictures. No. Facebook no. tagged you. Yeah. That's you. You're, this is how you look. You're a Latino. Oh, you're fuck. a Latino baby. Damn. Now you can't get a car loan because <laughs> they think you look this way. Nice swivel around. I, well, just regardless. Hover it, car loan. We always. <laughs> there was always the two schools of thought. Driving car. Growing up, it was 1984 or uh, Brave New World, and it kind of became a combination of both. Yeah. And now it's. Uh, <laughs> Shit. He'll look at it. Yeah, but that was not the one I wanted. Chappy like you. Um. He goes the other way. I gotta stop looking at this game. It's frustrating. Right in front of you. Uh, regardless, we're just we're just keeping tabs on ourselves. Like we're buying drones and just staring into each other's homes and then uploading the footage to YouTube where it'll never go away. So it's like, eh. Yeah, we've made this world more than the corporations <laughs> have taken work. it away. Yeah. Well that's what I'm saying. Like, it's very hard for one small body to govern a large body of people. It's easier just to give the tools to the people and let them do it themselves. So we're just we're doing the uh, you know, Big Brother's job for you. Hear that, Joel? We're doing Big Brother's job. This is this is this is harsh Fuck. truths. Harsh truths time. It is. Oh harsh. yeah, sorry. I got a little real. You, well, no, you're absolutely no, right. But I was gonna say, I was gonna add to that. Like, you can blame the government, but the government is an accurate reflection in a lot of ways of the people in which the world in the world in which they live. <laughs> Vaguely incompetent. So, so <laughs> you can only get so frustrated when they are actually kind of representing all the dumb people that are also posting their kids' pictures on Facebook. Oh, you got me. Oh, 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 you didn't get the last one. Uh, I so, really hate uh, everything no, about this game. You're, out, you're absolutely right, uh, and that's that's sort of the problem, Joel. Is that we gave you all the tools with your Google Nexus yep. phone, and now everybody knows where you are because yep. you're using the phone. The only time I so I realized we were to go at, live in the woods. When we were at RTX, uh, I periscoped from the bar. <laughs> you did. And oh, everyone yeah, got real upset with well, me. No, Lawrence, just mostly Lawrence. Lawrence, Lawrence knew. Lawrence was aware. Uh, because people started I, showing up out of nowhere. Because all my location <laughs> services are always turned off. But the reason that Periscope location services weren't turned off is because they had an update and uh, it uh, downloaded an update. It automatically turned it, it off. It automatically returned <laughs> it on. I love this idea I gotcha. though, you have this blanket statement of like, I turn it off. Except some apps keep it on and then uh, it updates and I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the perfect system. And as soon as, I, as soon as I notice, like if I see a picture has been geotagged or something, I'll immediately go into the app and turn it off. That was a weird moment when we got, so we got stuck at the airport after RTX. We all had like, Different. Um, oh yeah. Delays. We, all, we had different delays. Most of us ended up being there for about eight hours. Bruce hightailed it the fuck out of there. Joel got out of there Joel, first. Yeah, Joel's first. Joel's preferred um, because they're like, we noticed you geotagged this location. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We saw that you were coming, and he was <laughs> like, you. and he wasn't even looking. So what? Oh, I was on Twitter. Or he was periscoping the whole thing. But uh, 
we got stuck there and um, <laughs> I tweeted out a, a photo of a fan because her phone died. And it was near like I saw that some random food place like a Salt Lake or whatever yeah. that's in the at the uh, the airport. And this guy runs up and he goes, "I saw your photo on Twitter and I found the location yeah. and I found you." And I'm just like, "Ugh." What? Uh, you can oh go yeah. Beyond it. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely saw that. So, oh, yeah, right. that, yeah. That was a that was an odd moment, but it was very much like Joel's Periscope moment, where it was like people were finding the bar that we were at based on the location. It's like a little hey, scary. At least, at least be aware we got to stuff. go to that bar yeah. for a little bit and we all got to achieve something awesome, which were basically vape shots. Yeah, and, and slapping a bag. And and doing a punching bag. bag. Oh yeah. Doing a punching bag to see who was the strongest. Well, that, James brought this up because he was the strongest. It's totally James. Though I also conceded that Lawrence and Matt Peake Probably would have hit harder if they weren't so in their heads about shit, having the right shit, kind of form. Shit, shit, shit. Oh, I see. Because I fucking Superman punched that shit through my whole body. Yeah, he flew across the bar and, to pretty... try and get as much power behind my punches. Explain possible. the punching bag for those who do not know what that it's is. It's a punching bag like a speed bag that hangs down. It's exactly. Right. Like and Rocky then you Ford. put in like twelve dollars and you get to punch it once. <laughs> I only put it, in five. It's like it's basically uh, the. Uh, Ivan Ivan yeah. Drago yeah. punching machine that yeah. has a number that goes up and tells you how strong you punch. Also, another important point: I wasn't there either. Bruce wasn't so there. I didn't get a Bruce chance. I wanted there. to try it. That was his choice. That was his choice. That was not my choice to not be there. You, I didn't know you guys were going to recess. I was uh, thought I was we, like, "There's free alcohol in another place. Why are you going to recess?" Well, because then we joined you there. Well, they I told know. it. They told I was planning something else, and they were like, "Ah, we don't want to do any of that, so we're going to change all of your plans." I was like, "Okay, cool, thanks." Huh? There were plans. Yeah, you don't. You guys don't remember that? Wait, what were your no. plans? You were going to go to some arcade. Yeah, better like, arcade. A hundred miles away. Yeah, it had way better games. It didn't have a fucking slap a slap a bag game. But the James awesome. is the best. But we anyway, up... I punched it, and I, I I not only got the highest score out of all okay. of us, but I got the I changed the machine. The machine had to turn over. To have a new high score on it, so, uh, so that was a lot of fun. But I also conceded that Matt Peak and Lawrence punched it like a boxer would throw a punch in a fight, not like when you threw your someone, whole body like at not like not like someone who was like trying to punch a punching machine as absolutely hard as they can could punch a punching machine. So let other kid when we ultimately never go back there. They will probably punch harder yeah. if they decide to commit themselves. And now explain oh. vape shots. Vape oh, man. shots. Vape shots. <laughs> Never well, been we were happier. at the bar, and I went, I went, and then like little dots came out of my eyes, and I was like, "What do you guys think a vape shot? That's is? a vape shot. Anyway, a vape shot is basically alcohol Fuck. that has been turned into Shit. gas, mm -hmm. right? Illegally. Vaporized, if you will. It's been illegally it's been vaporized. Really? Makes no. it cooler. No, it's not illegal. Only Fuck. criminals do vape shots. And and then they they. <laughs> They fill a bottle, basically like a like a Pepsi liter bottle or whatever. It's it's a it's a soda stream bottle. A soda stream bottle, oh, yeah. but it's a good size bottle, like it's yeah. about this big. Oh, with, with vapor. And then with they vape. and then the guy vapor. pops vape. it. The guy vapor. pops it, and then you stick a straw in, and you basically huff it, like if it were a bomb. Did you guys get wasted? No, no, Lawrence not at all. Had, Lawrence three. had three of them. Did and you get wasted? I mean, it. I could feel the effects of it. That was it though? I couldn't really it. feel it. Takes more than three shots to waste a Lawrence. That's right. Yeah. I couldn't more really feel shots. anything when I did it other than a burning sensation in my lungs. Yeah, <laughs> I did it wrong. But we burned, did it wrong. burned like a motherfucker. But, but I, the, uh, the guy behind the bar you're, also didn't really give us alcohol. a great great pitch on how to do it. Well, no, well, you sure, gotta figure it out. I'm sure he looked at us and he said, Those are some cool cats who have vaped before. They yeah, don't need are, no instructions. Those are vape pros. Look at these dumb tourists willing to give me five dollars. Basically, is what he said. dude. Oh, there we go. Um, anyway, so we did that, and there was one point where I looked over and saw Lawrence, who is in this kind of shitty, 
retro arcade bar sitting there with a straw in his mouth, vaping, and I was like, this is the happiest Lawrence will ever be. Because of all the cyberpunk needed, future? All he needed was a trench coat that went down to just below his knees, and he would be... They weren't playing the right music either. Some, some woman to come up to them. They would have to play, like, like 80s electro or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And then I ruined it. Yeah. And yeah. Joel ruined it. And then Joel ruined it by taking everybody to a place where you could get free alcohol. That's what I was drinking. That's, what I, that's how free I ruined it. Free alcohol. All right, well, that's it for this week's Dude's really? Tip. That's it? Aww. I think it is. I mean, yeah, that's, it's over. Yeah, we're over time. Yep. Oh. Ah! Oh, there goodbye. goes phone. Oh, no, the government can't find you. Oh, slippery. Oh, God. It's a vape anyway, shot. One more time, go to tiny.cc slash Dude Soup Live. Buy your tickets today so we can get rich. Or don't. We, we are going to only play this stupid stealth game. God. <laughs> so we pay us $15. Why are you all crotchety about this game? More, I like this more game of either. this game on the channel. No. We're gonna be doing a whole God. series. No, we're not. No, we're gonna play nothing but Vindictus for the next six weeks. Game? I don't get it. <laughs> Hold on, I wanna see if I can kiss Joel, but uh. in the camera. Tell me when I'm close. You're there. Perfect. Nice. It's a normal stealth game. Alright, wow. bye guys. See you bye, later. Bye everybody. Thanks for watching. <laughs> and listening. Everybody's cheesy all- Cheesy bites are back! Microwave that shit. Yeah, how many cheesy bites are left? Uh, uh like two pieces, I think? Yeah.